Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Still Podcast or on Instagram at Still Waiting underscore podcast. Or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E R N I E dash. Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie C., back at you again with another week, and boy... I am in excru- I'm in an excruciating amount of pain right now. I'm recording uh, with severe back pain. This happened on Friday morning when I was just getting my kid dressed. I was just getting him dressed, and I bent over, and bam! Fucking just a pop and excruciating back pain ever since. And so, if I'm a little... I sound a little off. That's why it's just like I got this tens unit on my back right now, just doing those electrotherapy things, like those little pads that stick to your back. Uh, it feels great, but it's just like it sucks. Back pain sucks. Old age sucks. I know thirty six isn't that old, but I I feel like I'm like sixty five right now. Um, but yeah, where I last left you guys last week, I was pre gaming getting myself ready for the Lorna show, Lorna Shore show, uh, up in Portland. And I mean, it was, it was the Suicide Silence Carnifex show, but we were basically just going to see Lorna Shore, Alicia and I, and what a show that was. That was an incredible show. We didn't even stay for Suicide Silence. I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a big, not a huge Suicide Silence fan. I'm a, I'm a big Suicide Silence fan though. Yeah. I mean, I've known that band, well, not personally, just, I've known them, though, since, like, 2007, and, I mean, just seeing them expand the way they did, even after the passing of their uh, late great singer, Mitch Lucker, like, they still continued, and they, they're doing great, they're, they're on top of the death metal or death core scene, they're probably the kings of death core, I think they're the, pretty much the pioneers of it, and... But we didn't stay. We didn't stay for them. But Alicia and I, we got to Portland pretty early because the show started at like four, four thirty or something, maybe five. I don't remember. Uh, but we got there, and we luckily we fucking lucked out. We got some chairs at at the side of the stage, and we just I was because of Alicia. She was fucking just getting me round after round of beers, like, and I mean, she, she, I mean, she, she fucking spoiled me <laughs> with beer, and it was just a blast, so we were just having a blast drinking, listening to some great openers, I mean, this was a pretty solid lineup, had we stayed for the entire thing, it would have been probably one of the best shows front to back I've ever been to, because... The openers were great. Distant was great. Signs of the Swarm were great. Uh, Angel Maker was fantastic. 
and Upon a Burning Body. I've been a fan of theirs a long time. I kind of fell off their wagon, though, for a while. But they tore it up. They fucking tore it up. And then Lorna Shore. Oh, my God, Lorna Shore. Just killed. Just killed it. I, oops, sorry. Sorry for the Xbox sound. Um, let's turn this off. But no, like, just a solid, solid lineup, front to back. Um, but after Lorna Shore, Alicia and I decided to leave early and go get some food because we 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 had been there for like what five hours already listening to great music and we we're just like we're hungry like I, she she knows I'm a Suicide Silence fan but she was like whenever you're ready I'm like no no whenever you're ready like let's go and we just bounced out and called it a night had some good food just reminisced uh, the rest of the night talked about the show just. You know, fun times with with my good friend Alicia. <sighs> good, good, good times. Sorry, like this thing is just going off on my back, and I'm just like, oh, just really enjoying a like a massage. I fucking back pain. I think it's I think it's genetic in my family. Like everyone from my family suffers back pain, and they passed it down to me. It sucks. My dad's had like two or three back surgeries, and like. My grandfather's known to have a couple back surgeries. My uncle's known to have severe back pain. It's just, ugh, why did you guys give this to me? It fucking sucks. It's horrible. Um, but yeah, other than the Lorna Shore show, like I ha- I know I have a lot to talk about. I don't know if I'm ever, if I'm even gonna get to it because I'm just winging this podcast again. I should write this stuff down, guys. I mean. Come on, 60 episodes in, you think I would, like, remember, oh, yeah, like, half this, half the time I've been doing this podcast, I was doing notes, and then, for some reason, I got too comfortable, and was like, okay, I think I can just wing it, but, like, now, I'm just like, uh, like, with back pain, like, my mental is, like, on that, like, my mental side is, I don't know what the fuck I'm even talking about, what are you even talking about, Ernie? Um... But no, good things happened this week aside from fucking the Lorna Shore show and uh, one bad thing happened this week and it has nothing, it has something to do with metal so I might as well just uh, transition into that. Um, The metal scene lost uh, another pioneer to like death core or death metal, like, like the modern day death metal. And that is the Black Dahlia Murders singer, uh, Trevor Sternad. I've seen that band a couple times, and they are just wild. They were, they were so good, and it's sad because I don't. I mean, I don't think the Cause of Death has been released yet, but the way things are looking, it sounds like it was a suicide, and that's just super sad. Like, such a bummer because that guy, Trevor Sternad. Anytime I saw an interview with him, anytime I heard an interview like on the Josta show or anytime I saw him live, like he seemed like the funnest, happiest dude to be around. Like at not a bad not 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 a bad person. Uh not a person has has a bad thing to say about the guy. Like anybody that's ever met him or come like just cross paths with him cross paths with him. 
he seemed like such a genuine, like, sweetheart, friendly, uh, just a fun-loving guy. And he he never he never seemed to take himself too seriously. And it's just, it's sad because the Black Dahlia murder has some fucking bangers. They have some fucking bangers. Like, I remember when I first heard them back in, like, 05, and I heard their title track, Miasma, Miasma, or whatever it's called, and I was like, what is this? This band is, like, the tremolo picking, the drums, the Trevor's unique voice. Like, that's the one thing, like, a lot of people say metal sounds the same, and, you know, they, they're right for the most part. But when you when you hear a, a, a vocalist with a distinct voice, like they stand out, and that was Trevor from Black Dahlia Murder. He had a very unique death metal voice. Like he had high highs and really low lows. And when like a band can like put that out, and like it's like it's it's wild. And when I last saw them, I, we actually saw them at the venue we just saw Lauren Shore at. That was the last time I saw Black Dahlia Murder. was like two or three years ago before the pandemic. And they performed like 20 songs. And it's like, how is this even possible that they can do this every night? And it seems like Trevor just doesn't seem it, like it affects him at all. Like he's still having fun. He's still like just the just screaming his guts out and it is just, like it's wild to think like a band like that can do that and the black Dahlia murder was that band that had no problem like they they seem like the type of band that would play you their entire discography and it would be like oh this is just another day at work um but it's super sad like especially if it is suicide like it's unreal to think like but like news leading up like i heard there were other things that were coming out like weeks before his death was announced this past week like he has a a pretty sexy looking girlfriend who apparently is like an OnlyFans model and there was like news like a month before this that were, like, saying that he was going to do stuff on OnlyFans with her. I'm like, oh, Jesus, like, Trevor's going to have an online sex tape. And I'm just wondering, like, did did all that have something to do with this? Like, I don't know. You never know what's going on clo- behind... You never know what's going on behind closed doors. And it's just super sad because, like, like I said, the guy never stopped smiling. Anytime I watched a video on YouTube of an interview with him, he was always happy, smiling, laughing. And it's just wild to think like that he's gone. But you know, like I know death is a part of life, but suicide should not be a part of life. It's 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 super sad that, you know, people are pushed to that level. Like like given the pandemic, the pandemic put I think forced more suicides than COVID deaths, in my opinion. That is just my opinion. I don't know the actual statistics, but I think the with people, like, losing their jobs, losing their, like, livelihood, losing their houses, losing, losing whatever, like, just suffering a lot of loss these past two years, I think it caught up with, like, people like Trevor, and it, it sucks. Like, 
it really, really sucks. Um, I don't mean to be like such a downer on this episode, but it's just, it's wild because I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know people that listen to this show, the very few that do, (laughs) um, probably aren't the biggest death metal fans, but I, I implore you guys to at least go check out some Black Dahlia Murder. If that, like, if you go to the gym, Blast Miasma, or freaking What a Horrible Night to Have a Curse, or what's another one? What's another great Black Dahlia banger? Oh, Nocturnal. There's a song called Nocturnal that I just heard. Like, I wasn't the biggest Black Dahlia fan, but, like, so when this happened, I decided to go on a rabbit, like, go down a rabbit hole, and I started listening to some stuff that I just... Why didn't I ever take the time to listen to more of them? Because, man, they have some fucking bangers. There's a there's a song that Alicia decided to share with me because she's a huge Black Dahlia fan. Um, it's a, a song called Receipt from them, and it's basically a suicide letter. Like it, But this was years ago that this was recorded, and it's a brutal song. But when you read the lyrics, you're like, oh, my God. Like, this is... This is... This is kind of devastating given the event of his death now um it's kind of sad to read uh read the lyrics but now rest in peace trevor stern had like you you don't know how much like i don't even know how much he was actually loved when he was here like the guy is a, a pioneer of sorts and he uh he will definitely be missed in the metal community um but rest in peace, dude. Uh, I'm going to continue to go down this rabbit hole because, man, Black Dahlia seriously has bangers for days. And, like, if you need that extra oomph at the gym, I like, I implore you to check out the Black Dahlia murder and check out a good chunk of stuff. Like, the one, oh, the, yeah, that's right, the the night, the last time I saw them, when I when they played those 20 songs... They played an entire album throughout that set list, and that was just insane to me because it was their new album that had just came out, Nightbringers, which is a fantastic album, front to back, just a solid fucking album. And they just tore it up with old stuff, new stuff, that entire album, and it was just like, how does this band do this every night without like wanting... Like, without, like, just freaking... Like, especially the drummer. Like, you know, you, if you guys know death metal, you know dr- the drums are... Aside from the vocals, the drums are pretty much the heart and soul of, uh, of he- like, that kind of metal. Because they got blast beats for days and just nonstop. Like, you feel like your limbs are going to fall off just listening to the drummer. And <laughs> it's just... It's wild. Um, but, yeah... Sh- like, rest in, I was gonna say shout out to Trevor Stern, I mean, it might as well be a shout out, but, you know, rest in peace, dude, and it's gonna, it's gonna suck without, you know, Black Dahlia, and I mean, I don't know what their plans are as a band now, now that they're basically the heart and soul of that band, um, Trevor is gone, and I don't know what they're gonna do, um, hopefully they can continue on, like Suicide Silence did, but, you know, would totally understand if they could not find the replacement because that's going to be a hard replacement to find for sure. Um, what else happened this week though? Might as well just get off the freaking sadness now. Um, 
the good news, oh man, I I know I've been talking about it for weeks, and the good news finally came to my work department. My, my like hey, he's gone. The fucking thorn in my side is gone. The pain in my ass is gone. The devil incarnate of the entire hospital is gone. <laughs> Officially announced as of this Thursday, um, or this past Thursday, and like it was funny, like being in the huddle at work. You know, my boss has to put on his boss face, and you know has to act like, you know, it's serious, it's sad, it's blah, 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 and I still have to wear my dumb fucking N95 mask, um, because I'm unvaccinated, um, and he makes the announcement, and a lot of people were looking at me, and they could totally see the smile on my face, (laughs) like, I was smiling with my eyes, and I'm pretty sure my boss glanced at me, but I was just like, yeah, fuck that guy, uh, you know, it's, I want to like everybody and I want everybody to like me. And you know, sometimes you're not, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but when you lose somebody that fucking hard, where it's just like, uh, like you don't care what happens to them just as long as they're out of your life. Like, like I hate feeling that way. I hate feeling that way. Um, but it's just like, thank God I can fucking breathe again. I don't have to be stressed about work or going to work knowing that I'm going to see that fucking asshole walking around with his fucking chin up and his uh, I don't want to work with anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers attitude. And, like, yeah, he was that kind of guy, guys. Um, a total piece of shit. Like, I don't care if you're vaccinated. I don't care if you're for masks. Like, I will treat you as a human being. I expect the same, though. And that guy didn't. Um, But he's gone. I can finally, like, just... Like, people... I announced this at work weeks ago when the the thought of him gone uh, was, was brought up. And people have been waiting to see it, but... Uh, I am going to be doing a cartwheel that I haven't, I haven't done a cartwheel in like, probably since I was like in third, fourth grade. <laughs> I kind of set myself up for one the other day just to see if like, a, if I could still do it. I was just like, I got in the stance, like I was going to do it. And then I was like, oh shit, like I could break something. Like I'm at that age now. And you know, I'm glad I can't do a cartwheel right now. I, oof. That'd probably totally fuck up my back. Um, but, no, like, everybody's like, okay, like, Ernie said it out loud. We're we're going to watch him do a cartwheel. <laughs> so, sometime at work, I plan on doing a cartwheel. Definitely not with the bad back, though. Uh, but, yeah. So, Lauren Shore's show was great. The, the announcement was phenomenal. Uh, just that bit of bad news about Trevor totally sucked. Uh, totally rough. But what else did I want to talk about? I, I mouthed off what everything I wanted to talk about this week to my girlfriend the other day. And I just, I'm spacing. I know. I, I think I pointed out like five different things and now I've only talked about three of those. Um, God damn it. Now I'm on, now I'm, 
in the pressure mode right, right now. Um, fuck. Let's take a little drink. Maybe that'll refresh my mind. Um, what else? Well, it's a nice rainy day here in South Salem, Oregon. It was nice earlier. It was like, it was like cloudy, but dry and I don't know. You know what? I am just going to cut my, this little segment short. And when I come back, I will do Angel's Corner. So, yeah, I'm not going to hit up all five things like a, just like I thought, but I'll be right back. And I'm back. Let's just get straight into it. Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos. Banuelos. My main man helps me out with the show tremendously. Always thankful for him because he carries on the show because I have dog shit to talk about. Like... Uh, but he brings out, he brings out another side of me. He's like a counselor, if you must. Like, like I said, I've I've said this show's like therapy to me. I'm just talking, you know, to myself into a phone to you guys the next day, and you know, he helps me out. He brings out another side of me. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he stumps me though, and it's it's annoying because it's it's um it's my fault. He stumps me, and yeah. But let's just get straight into it, because he sent me a shit ton this morning, and I have a lot to cover ever since. Jesus, I don't even know if I'm gonna, yeah, I don't don't know if I'm gonna get to all these. Jesus Christ, Angel. I had to scroll up like five times just to, okay, let's just get straight to it. So he asked me a question earlier this week, and I was like, is this for the podcast, or is this for the, for the, just a personal question and he's like yeah you could do it on both so he asks i have a question so you're talking about how the podcast is not doing so great but my question is how are you getting your podcast name out there other than your own or how are you getting your podcast name out there other than your own podcast oh gotcha um are you getting the still waiting podcast by word of mouth to friends family and are you telling that in your comedy routine uh like check out my podcast. I feel like you get a bigger audience if you network and get your name out there. And that's true, dude. Um, I've only in my comedy routine did that once. And it was when I was opening for that guy that had done uh, Comedy Central stuff. And um, because there was a host for that show. And he was like, is there anything you want to put on your put your name? Like anything with your name out there that you want? known?" And I'm like, yeah, just uh, say the host of the Still Waiting podcast. And that was the only time I ever really did it outside of word of mouth um, to, like, my closest friends or family or whoever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't... And, and social media. Uh, that's the only way I really network and get my podcast name out there. Of course, it's my fault that I don't have Facebook and I don't plan on having a Facebook but if I had a Facebook, maybe maybe I'd get more listeners. But I'm not like... It's not like I'm striving for more listeners. I would love more listeners. But it's not like I am... like. It's not like I am uh, relying on this to like get me out there. Like I would rather my comedy 
get me out there than my fucking depressing podcast. <laughs> um, because boy, if if for some reason my comedy career does ever kick off, I I will probably if I, if I'm still doing podcasting, I'm I hope to do a different show and 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 rid rid my life of this one. Honestly, just because I mean, if if I started getting like fans, I'd be like, don't ever listen to this podcast, please, because you will just be like, oh, I came here to laugh. This is a sad show. Um, but yeah, definitely networking. I don't know if you plan on ever doing a podcast, dude, but yeah, just honestly, network better than I do. <laughs> like, just get your name out better than I do, because honestly, I just, it's not like I'm handing out flyers or... I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of an idiot when it comes to the tech world too. So if there's a better way to get my name, my podcast out there, then tell me and you know, I, I will look into it. All right. Then he sends me an article. It's the end of an era. Apple discontinues the iPod. I didn't, I thought they discontinued the iPod like forever ago because iPhones pretty much just took over. That's wild. Well, I mean, if you still have an iPod, you might have a treasure in your hands. And uh, still keep that around. You might get some money off, off out of that. All right. And then he sends me another article. Trader Joe's hides a stuffed animal in most of its stores. If your child finds it, they get a prize. Ooh, I didn't know that. Um, that's That's a... That's pretty creative. You know, I'm not, I've only been to Trader Joe's maybe once or twice in my life. Like, my girlfriend, she shops there all the fucking time. And the one time, the one or, the one time or two that I went there, I thought it was going to be expensive. It's actually really fair priced. But it's like, uh, but I, but my girlfriend tells me it's more like, it's not like, you go there for actual groceries. It's more like you're going there for like frozen meals and frozen healthy meals and, and you know, whatever organic shit at a cheap price. But that is cool. Maybe if I come across this stuffed animal, I'll have to bring my kid in and be like, Hey dude, I know where a stuffed animal is. Let's go find it. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any reason to Go to Trader Joe's. Yeah. I'm. I, I don't know. I'm not. Never mind. Never mind. Let's just move forward. All right. Elizabeth Banks' movie, upcoming movie about a bear that ate a lot of cocaine, now has a release date of February twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. A movie about a bear that ate a lot of cocaine gets a release date. That's hilarious. I mean, if that's an actual photo, that's hilarious. Um, is it, is this a true story though? That's fucking funny. If that is, I mean, February 24th is my stepmom's uh, birthday. Maybe I'll tell my dad to take her to go see that movie because that sounds hilarious because <laughs> a bear, it's a picture of a bear carrying a gun. Uh, looks funny. Looks funny. And an angel asks, would you watch this movie? Yeah. I mean, I like Elizabeth Banks. But, I don't know. Like, I used to think she was super hot. She was a gorgeous woman. Oof. Um, but, I, I would probably check it out for laughs. For sure. Alright, and then he sends me another article. 
Womb transplant, groundbreaking procedure will see biological male given female reproductive organs. Oh my fucking god. Let's read the actual article. Indian surgeon plans to transplant womb into a trans woman in groundbreaking op that could pave the way for biological men to get pregnant. Uh, A surgeon in India will attempt to transplant a womb into a trans woman to help make them pregnant. The risky procedure will involve taking the reproductive organs from a dead donor or a patient who has transitioned from female to male and had theirs removed. There has only been one documented case of womb being inserted into a trans woman in the past, but she died from complications just months later. What is this fucking world coming to? This, oh God, it pisses me off. Um, but I think Angel, yeah, he asks a question. If this is successful and is a normal thing, would you say that the transgender is now for sure a female, or would you still call them their original gender? No, no, like, there's people like Blair White. There's, there's actual transgender women who were, you know, born male who look like legit women. So anytime I see Blair White, she looks like an actual woman to me. So she, I always call her by her, you know, pronouns or whatever the fuck and like but I mean I still like it's in the back of my head that she was born a male but she's still like she's gorgeous she's a gorgeous transgender woman and she plays the part as like she she like legit looks like a female if you're a fucking transgender woman with the five o'clock shadow I'm gonna call you he or him or whatever the fuck and like even if you got this womb transplant and you still had a five o'clock shadow, if you had male, if uh, distinct male features, like it's going to stand out to me. And it's not my fault that I didn't call you or that I called you by what you didn't prefer. Like it's your fault, not my fault. Get rid of all your freaking uh, male distinct, like distinct male features. And I'll call you a she, like I just did with Blair White. Like, like it's just it's, I don't know I I mean it's frustrating because like you're always wondering like how, how like twenty years ago this was not a thing like no, nothing we're seeing now was normal twenty years ago this was all abnormal shit and like I'm st- I guess maybe I'm just stuck in the past. Because like when I see shit like this, I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this world? Like, I mean, I don't know if I want to be here much longer, guys. Because, like, it's just like, I don't, I just want to go fishing with Jesus and be like, what the fuck happened down there? Not say those exact words, of course, but, like, maybe he'll, maybe he'll censor me and be like, you know, just what the frank, shut the front door. Um, but I would never tell him that. I would just be like, dude, what's up with... Why did this happen? <laughs> like, why is all this shit happening down here? It's just... It's unbelievable. It's very frustrating. But... um, Honestly... I, I mean, I don't wish death upon anybody. But if if this already happened once, where somebody got the, a womb transplanted into them, and then they died, I think... That would just be an open shut case for don't fucking do it. Um, but whatever. I mean, if that. I mean, if that. 
if that happens again, I hope they'll think, like, oh, yeah, maybe this doesn't work. But whatever. <laughs> it's, it's just so stupid. All right, another article. Shu must be joking. Bella, what the fuck? I don't even know what that name is. Belenchaga? Belenchaga? Mocked over $1,600 sneakers covered in holes and scuff marks. Those are hideous. Those are $1,600? Uh, I would, yeah. It, and then Angel asks, is fashion just getting lazy? Of course it is. Look at the Met Gala. Lazy as fuck. Everybody either overdoes it or underdoes it. And um, <clears throat> there's no you know, happy middle with shit like that. And yeah, fashion's horrible. Like, I am not a fashionable guy. You'd look at me and be like, yeah, I'm never getting fashion advice from that guy. Because he is plain as fuck. I am a basic bitch. Like, I just wear plain shirts, plain shorts or pants, and plain shoes. Nothing that stands out. I don't even wear band shirts anymore. And I see fucking the Kardashians wearing band shirts, so that definitely makes me not want to wear band shirts anymore. Um, but, yeah, that's that's... Those sneakers are horrendous. Like they are, they are fucking hideous. And whoever this person is paying over sixteen hundred dollars for those, <clears throat> they should be stoned to death. All right. Um, found this on Facebook, and what are uh, what are your thoughts on this? Should guys, should all guys do this? And let's read this. Today I made a big decision. A lot of people called me crazy because of how young I am for getting this procedure. Today I got a vasectomy. It was quick and painless. Oh, and insurance covers it. If you don't have insurance, it's only $700. Women's birth control kills their body and a lot of times can have bad side effects. And the crazy thing is vasectomies are are reversible. Not only that, there are so many kids that would love to be adopted and honestly that's my plan. Until then I have my dog. I have my dog who is my son in my eyes. Guys, stop being selfish. Women go through a lot. Get the procedure, especially if you're just getting women pregnant without being in their lives. I'm not crazy. I'm fair and understanding. Uh, no, this guy's an idiot. Uh, you know, I'm not going to shoot anybody down for vasectomies. And, you know, I'm not going to shoot any woman who gets their tubes tied. But, um, you know, guys like me, like, I hate to fucking put it out there, but I do make jokes about it. Like, I can't fucking have kids. And I've... I've become accepted to that. Like, I I played Russian roulette with my dick so much when I was young, and it was so stupid. And it wasn't that I was going to fucking just, like, trying to get women pregnant so I can duck out of their lives. No, like, if I would have got, got a woman pregnant at a young age, I would have just been like, okay, I guess we're together, or, you know, I'm going to be there for my kid. Because, you know, if you don't know, like, my, my kid is my everything. He's adopted, yes, but he is my absolute world. And, like, this this guy, I don't know. Like, I'm not calling him a liar or anything, but I think this was his, like, lame way of, like, trying to get kudos from women and try to get pussy, honestly. Um, like, you don't have to announce this shit on Facebook, people. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. Um, but, like... <laughs> This guy, that was just, yeah, that was a fucking lame-ass attempt to try to get some pussy. Honestly. Um, 
No, but like I said, like vasectomies. If if I if I had a ton of kids, I would absolutely go for it. And but I only have one, and he's adopted, and he's my world. Um. But I mean, it's. I don't know, like, the I don't I don't know what to say about this guy honestly. Like, it, that's gonna make me sound like an asshole. Um. There are shitty guys, yes. There are shitty women. Like, like I've said it, I said it a couple weeks ago. Like, we are all equal, but we're just different. Okay, like, like I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, I don't know. But if that guy wants a high five for fucking getting his vast deference like taken out, uh. Or not taken out. I don't know. Is it removed? Yeah. Like, you remove the vast deference. I remember being in pathology and seeing those. Um, but, like, I don't know if he wants kudos, but it's just like, to me, that was like a, such a limp dick way of trying to get, trying to get some pussy. But good on him, I guess. Um, so, yeah. That's just stupid. I, I wouldn't say all guys should get it, but some guys that fucking pump out babies. The guy Okay, how about the guys that fucking want to try to get women pregnant and then duck out? Like, yeah, those guys should get their fucking dicks chopped off. Um but definitely vasectomies for sure. If you if I want to go the more humane way, for sure. Put get those guys vasectomies. Um yeah. All right. Senator Josh Howley has proposed a bill that could see Disney lose the copyright for the original Mickey Mouse as it would be as it would reduce copyright prote- protections from 95 years to 56. Howley specifically noted that it's time to take away Disney's special privileges. Yeah. I mean, Disney's ruling the world right now. South Park wasn't fucking sugarcoating it with their Jonas Brothers episode. And <clears throat> Disney runs the world, like pretty much, pretty much owns the world, and they get special privileges. And so, shout out to Ron DeSantis in Florida for not for like taking their tax breaks away. So now they're gonna owe like billions of dollars or millions or whatever the fuck I don't remember. But um, uh, let's see here. Could lose the copyright to original Mickey Mouse as it would reduce copyright protections. Oh. Disney has, like, up to 100 years of copyright protections. That's fucking insane. Um, it's crazy. That is crazy, though. All right, moving forward. Let's see. How much time do we have? Jesus. This is almost all, as long as my first segment. Good job, Angel. <clears throat> and I still got a lot more to go. When someone is suicidal, it's, it is seen as mental illness. When a woman wants to have an abortion, then why doesn't that be considered a uh, mental illness because it could be argued that as the woman has Manchowson syndrome by proxy and is killing her child. Um, that's a good question, Angel. Um, like I see it, you know, I I do see abortion as murder. I'm not going to fucking, uh, judge a woman though, who gets it, you know, they want to throw that rape and incest shit, but that's such a, that is such a tiny percentage. That is such a tiny percentage to the women that actually get abortions because 
more more abortions are done because it's an, an inconvenience to a woman's life or whatever. Like, that is by far the reason women get abortion. Like, the reason women get abortions. But I'm a guy, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And, but whatever, you know? Like, it uh, to me, a woman that just wants to get an abortion, yeah, that, that should be seen as a mental illness. But... Who am I? Who are we to judge, Angel? I mean, we don't have fucking... I mean, unless we, of course, we get a womb transplanted into us, maybe we could have a say. But I don't want to die from a fucking womb transplant. Um, even then, <laughs> bringing that guy back, even then, would women still respect our opinions on that if we had a fucking womb transplant? No. And you know what? They'd have every right not to uh, t- take our opinions seriously. Like, because we're fucking guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, another article. Teachers ice out parents. Uh, educators say children... Educators say children, not parents, should choose the names and pronouns they use at school. Fuck those teachers, and I swear to God, once my kid goes to school and I hear any of this, I will be seeing those teachers myself, and I will be in the principal's office every day, cussing out people, and looking like a fucking, they'll probably call me a white supremacist and all that shit, and because my kid's white, and, but, I don't know, <laughs> just, I'm talking shit. The teacher's wrong, Angel. Yeah, he asks, is the teacher is this teacher right? No. Fuck these teachers. Fuck their feelings. We're the parents. We have more power than them. They're supposed to be educators, not fucking political analysts and shove down political agendas down our kids' throats. Like they're they're there to educate about math, science, reading, writing. Uh, social studies, and, you know, when kids grow up, you know, you have more subjects like psychology, freaking advanced science, chemistry, uh, advanced maths, like geometry, calculus. That's what they're there for. They're not there to talk about fucking pronouns. And, you know, that's, oh, it's very frustrating what's going on with schools today and the fact that we let kids go to public schools nowadays is terrifying. Alright, another fucking article, Jesus. And then he gets into the questions. Good Lord, Angel. Alright, last thing before we get into questions. Uh, last, uh, I think, article? We'll stop using straws to save fish, but we won't stop eating fish to save fish. Uh, thoughts? Yeah, that's a good argument, man. Everybody's freaking out about plastic in the ocean. Yeah, and I'm sure there are inedible fish, but like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's it's a that's a good uh, it's a good rebuttal. I mean, we go fishing like men go fishing every day. You know, the rivers, the oceans, the the lakes—they're all populated with a ton of a ton of fish for our pretty much for our consumption. And but you know, we're all freaking out over here about straws and shit. And using cardboard straws, which are fucking garbage, or paper straws, whatever the hell they're called, 
they, they are garbage. My kid, like, loved Burger King, but he hates the straws. Because Burger King, like, sold themselves out and went with cardboard straws or whatever the fuck. And they're awful. I feel like you get cardboard particles going down your throat anytime you, uh, you drink out of the stupid cup. But yeah, that's a that's a good uh that's a good question. All right. Now, speaking of questions, we're getting into actual questions. What do you miss about being being a kid? Uh I miss everything. The like no worries, no bills. I was basically just having fun and I miss the Nintendo 64, I miss the Sega Genesis, I miss the regular Nintendo, I miss playing outside, I miss, um, I miss a lot of things, dude. There's a lot I miss about being a kid. It's some, like, of course, some kids don't have a good childhood, and that sucks, but, like, I had, I had an, I had a decent childhood, not, not a bad childhood, Maybe I was just oblivious to any sort of trauma back then, but I don't remember anything traumatic. I just remember breaking my leg in elementary school. I remember playing with all my friends. I remember just having a blast as a kid. All right. If someone gave you enough money to start a business, no strings attached, what kind of business would you want to start and why? Um, I wouldn't mind starting... A business, either a clothing business, you know, I just talked about how fashionably lazy I am, but I'd, I'd like to, you know, make, make my own clothing line, pretty plain Jane stuff, or I would invest in a school, in an actual, like, not an actual school, like, not like a legit school, but like a school, uh, where... I could get comedians, a bunch of comedians, seasoned comedians, veterans, um, up up and coming comedians, and like t- to teach classes about how to do stand up comedy, how to do comedy in movies, how to talk comedically, how, to, how I don't I don't know just yeah something like that that wouldn't that that'd be a lot of fun. You know, break get get people reintroduced to comedy. That would be so much fun. Alright. Where was your favorite place to go as as a child and why did you love it there? Skate Palace. Come on, man. I'm a Salem kid. And every person my age loves. And probably would still love Skate Palace to this day. I mean, it's just a skating rink, had a freaking training skating rink. I remember always being in that one. Um, I remember the music that was played. It was a lot of good old school 90s, hip hop, dance music, even some rock. It was a great place to be. <clears throat> I had a lot of birthdays there, t- there too. How do you like to be comforted when you're upset? Honestly, uh, when it comes to being upset, like, I, I like... My my music is if I'm alone and upset, my music is the best like comfort for me. It's angry, 
it's brutal, it's just like, it gets a lot of angst out by being angry, and it's just like, I, I love it, like, that, that's, that puts me back, um, I like, puts my spirits, lifts my spirits, when I'm upset, when I'm, like, say, around my girlfriend, like, all I want is affection, like, not even, like, intense affection, I just want, like, a hug, or even a kiss, or something like that, and just, like, somebody to talk to, and no judgments on why I'm upset, just something to bounce my ideas off of, like, when I was living with Alicia, like, she always comforted me, like, I mean, she was always there to talk to, and we just talked, and we'd laugh, and I'd be back to normal, because she was awesome to talk to, she always is awesome to talk to, we're always fucking laughing, even to this day, and, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with, <laughs> if you had a hundred thousand dollars to give away to any cause, what, which cause would you choose, and why, um, honestly, I think I would have to go with, like, a, a children's hospital, because, Anytime I see those commercials, any commercial regarding kids, uh, you know, being in a hospital for can- cancer or uh, some sort of disease, maybe some mobility disease like MS or something like that, it's just like, it's it's such a heartbreaking thing. And I always, like, a child needs to be a child and have a childhood, and I would have to give it to a children's hospital and hopefully get some kids better that way, I don't know, but if I, if I would just give $100,000 away to, it, it would be a children's hospital, of course. If there were 26 hours in a day, what would you do more of? Probably watch a movie. <laughs> I mean, two extra hours in a day, or watch more South Park, or watch more, I don't know, Bob's Burgers, we've been watching a lot of that, my son and I. Um, I don't know. Now, if I had two hours more in a day, I probably wouldn't do anything productive. Oh, I'd probably sleep more. That's probably what I'd do, honestly. Because <laughs> I feel like sometimes 24 hours isn't enough in a day. Like, it's, 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 it's insane. But to think of that there could be 26 hours in a day, or that there would be 26 hours in a day, that, that would be, that'd be probably benefic- beneficial. How hard are you work? How hard are you working on your bits? Not hard enough, honestly. I, I I should work a lot harder. Like there's two in the freaking in the what the fuck do you call it? There's two. I'll just say two in the works right now that I'm working on and how to somehow transition my current routine into those. Um, they're sex jokes regarding you know me and my girlfriend, and she green lighted them, but. <laughs> Uh, there's two jokes that I'm working on. I, like, I've been working on the these two jokes, though, for, like, the last month. But I'm, I I need to work on other things, too, like, small things. Like, because I want... I want to eventually get to, like, where I can comfortably, comfortably do, like, 10 to 15 minutes on the stage. But right now I have a solid 7 or 8 minutes, and that's okay. Because I'm just, I'm still at the open mic stage. But if I can do like a solid 15, 
I think I would be like doing, I would definitely be doing cartwheels right now with a broken, with a freaking broken back. Um, but yeah, I need to work harder. I definitely need to work harder because I need to observe more. I need to take in what's going on around me a little bit better. And yeah, but it, it's, it's a process. I don't, I don't expect it's, it's, I don't expect an instant, uh, results either. I just, I just need to keep, uh, keep my eye on the prize and hope, hope, uh, hope the best. But yeah. Um, oh, and he asks, are you honestly working and grinding to be a comedian? Yeah, I'm working, definitely not grinding. I, I'm, I'm working on it, but it's a slow burn, dude. Like it really is. Um, like I said, it's, I don't expect instant results either. I just, I want to go at my own pace and, you know, take it one step at a time and just hope that I can reap the benefits sometime soon where I can actually be like, I can, I can, like, there's a guy that I followed, I started following a few months ago and he's a local comedian, but he's actually going to be moving to New York soon, which is crazy. Um... But he's like, I think he's either from Portland or he comes to Salem quite a bit. And he, he was doing a, like a, a organ tour. But um, uh, his name is, his handle on Instagram is the comedian Jake. And he he's a funny fucking dude. I don't remember where I was going. On. Oh, yeah, what I was going to talk about with him. It's amazing watching him, his bits, because he does mostly crowd work. And I would love to comfortably do crowd work. But my comedy right now doesn't engage the crowd that often. Like, it just... I think my comedy, my my bits right now are more just relatable. And, like, sometimes I can kind of engage with an audience member. And that's it. But it's like, watching his videos, it's like he has an actual conversation with people. And can make like five minutes, uh, five minute conversation into comedy gold. It's, it's pretty awesome stuff. And that's another thing that I do. Like aside from like thinking of my own stuff, I study a lot. I'm, I'm right now. I'm still like at the study stage where like I watch, I still watch a lot of my favorite comedians. I, I, I watch like Tom Segura religiously. I watch Anthony Jess, just like religiously. I watch Bill Burr religiously, um, who else? Fucking Burt Kreischer. Um, just some of my just absolute favorites. And I'm watching their, their stuff that I've seen like a hundred times already. And it's like, I'm just studying them. Like I'm studying body language. I'm studying like mannerisms and I'm trying to figure out, trying to get my own thing going. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to really explain it, but I'm really just, I'm still at the study stage and, you know, open mic stage. It's just, I'm trying to figure it out, trying to find my voice, trying to find my, like, my comfort zone. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes in comedy, you even have to get out of your comfort zone. And I plan on doing it. So I'm going to be working harder. It might, might, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll just talk about this at another time. Let's see here. Let's just move forward because Jesus Christ, how we're all right. We're not doing too bad. We have twenty five minutes in. Let's see here. How many 
quite a few more questions. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, how how bad do you wanna uh, be a comedian? But um, okay, how bad do you wanna be a comedian? I'm very bad, dude. Very very bad. Like uh, it's just it's a different kind of work because it's more. It's definitely a lot of mental work and. Yeah, <laughs> but by detaching yourself, are you doing what it takes to reach your goals and dreams? Um, I could do a lot more. I could do a hell of a lot more, but it's just like I'm so distracted with everything else, like my kid, uh, even my girlfriend. I have to shift some blame towards her. Like I am, I have a lot of distractions, but I'm keeping my eye on the price still. Like I, I do, like want these things. But I just like I have to find alternate routes to get there. Like it's it's nuts. Uh, then Angel says, "I'm only asking this because when a person wants to say wants to be, let's say, a champion in a sport, they eat, sleep, train, and repeat intensely. So if later on the road, let's say, being a comedian doesn't work out, then can you honestly say you did your best? Um, no." Because, like, I'm, st- I'm still a beginner, dude. I'm still at the beginning stages of this. If, say, five years down the road, I'm not playing a club, then I'll be a little bit more pissed off at myself. And I would say um, that I didn't do my best. Because I want to be playing clubs in less than five years. I should be at playing clubs in, like, uh, three years. Maybe three years. Because right now I'm just playing, like, what do you call it, VW halls or whatever the hell they're called. Like, I'm playing tiny rooms, and, you know, I have to make a trip out to bars sometime soon and, you know, do some stuff there. But if I'm not playing a club in, like, three to five years, then I'll be more disappointed in myself and say I didn't do my best. All right, same with your podcast. What are you doing to improve your li- the listener's experience? Are you trying to drift different things? Are you taking risks? What are you doing now to improve your podcast? Uh, honestly, no. I'm not. I'm definitely not doing my best with this podcast. I try to make people laugh, and sometimes I, I, I feel like I'm not landing jokes at all on this show. Sometimes, even this episode, I don't think I have jokes. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what I'm... I don't... If... if Am I improving anything on this show? Have I improved? I think I've just improved. Uh, I don't sound so shaky anymore. Like, that's the only way I've improved on this podcast. Um, or improved the listener's experience. Because I feel like the first five episodes were probably just straight up torture to you guys. Uh, am I trying different things? No. It's basically just like the same routine. Like, talk about the week. Maybe add some jokes. And then get to Angel's Corner. Your corner, dude. Um, what are you doing now to improve the podcast? Your, your podcast? Um, honestly, like, even though I shit on myself for not having notes, I think I'm training myself a lot on how to just improvise and learn how to, like, carry the show on, like, carry the show as much as I possibly can. And if I don't like it, so fucking be it. Like, just put it out. And I don't know. I don't know if that's improving anything. But, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
And then he asks, what can I, what can I, Angel, do to help you accomplish that? Well, dude, you ask a shit ton of fucking questions. So you're doing the best you can, honestly. Like, I, I give you props more than anything. I like it. You deserve the props. You carry the show. Like, this show honestly shouldn't be called the Still Waiting Podcast anymore. It should legit be called Angel's Corner. Um, like, you you help me every week by sending me all these questions. Totally frying my brain with these questions. And, yeah, so you, you, you keep doing you, dude. Because you're helping me just accomplish... Uh, my pot you're helping me accomplish my podcast every week honestly all right have you done most of the things you have always wanted to do by this point in your life yes and no yes i've done a lot of good life experiences like being married being divorced um having a girlfriend having a son traveling uh Seeing a lot of things, seeing a lot of bands that I wanted to see, and but and no, like because I haven't traveled enough. I would love to eventually leave the United States. I've never left the United States, not even the continental United States. I haven't. I've never gone to Hawaii. I've never gone to Canada. I've never gone to Mexico. I would love to see more of the world see a lot of what I'm missing, but because I have friends like Terry and Alicia, who, like, Alicia goes to Mexico from time to time, Terry goes to fucking, I don't know, he'll probably be in China next week, or the Ukraine, whatever, um, but, like, I would love to see more of the world, I would love, the one place I want to fucking go to, it was China for the longest time, but they're fucked up, they are hardcore communists, and yeah, like, I want to go to Thailand, and I want to go to Japan. I would love to go to those two places. Those are my dream places, and Australia. But Australia's fucked up, too, because of... because of, I haven't heard much on Australia with COVID, but last I heard, they are pretty fucked up. They're pretty much on martial law or whatever. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, I would love to do more in my life. But I still... I think I, I, think I have a lot left in the tank. What changes have you uh, made in your life recently? Uh, nothing too crazy. I do need to fucking diet better now. Like, if there's anything I could, would change, it's probably my diet. Because it is dog shit. And I feel like I am just... I'm going to be on my 600-pound life probably in the next couple years. If I don't make it to stand-up comedy, you'll see me on TLC. Uh, what is it? Tuesday or Wednesday at 9 o'clock? Yeah, I don't know the fucking time. I'm just joking. But, yeah. Um, yeah, if there's changes, I can name a bunch of changes I need to make. Like cleaning this fucking house. Um, what is something that you cut corners doing just to get it over with? Cleaning the house. <laughs> Honestly, like, sometimes I'll just throw my shit in my room and be like, yep, house is clean. Uh, but... Not much, dude. There's my my life is so fucking boring. Like that's why I need stand up comedy <laughs> to give me some sort of like boost in my life. Um. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. 
Um, what do you do when you feel uncomfortable? I shut down. I shut down hard. It's tough. Like, it's not like, I know I'm, I know I just said I'm gonna have to get out of my comfort zone in stand-up comedy. I don't plan on shutting down on the stage. If I do, though, you'll have to put it on YouTube. Um, but when I feel, when I feel uncomfortable, I've been put in a lot of uncomfortable spots. Like, my ex-girlfriend, she actually, she put me in a lot of uncomfortable spots. (laughs) Uh, And it was annoying. But, I mean, I just shut down. I really just, like, I don't know. It's like I just, eh, I just, I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how else to answer that question. I just shut down. It's annoying. Um... Would you rather tell a white lie or be honest and maybe hurt someone's feeling feelings? Um, dude, I used to be a fucking. I, I had a lying problem <laughs> back when I was a kid. I would always fucking lie, but as I've gotten older, it's just like I, I'm just honest now. I don't like. I'm at that. I don't give a fuck stage anymore. So it's like, it's better to be honest anyway. And let, like, the truth can hurt your feelings. But just, I don't know, grow thick skin. You'll be fine. Um, What is your reaction when you see someone crying? It depends. It depends on why they're crying. If it's, like, a breakup, like, I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, that sucks. If it's my kid crying, it's hard not to cry with him. Like, seeing him cry, I fucking, I lose it. Like, I start crying sometimes. And... Like, it's just, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, like, if it's anybody I absolutely love crying, I usually can cry with them. Uh, what is something that you did that is a, that a previous partner complained about? <laughs> uh, shut down. Um, let's see here, what is something that you did that a previous partner complained about? Um, obviously, like, I'm, I I do, I think, I think this is, like, every guy, though. I think this is an every guy thing. Um, we try not to take things too seriously, and that to a fault. Like, when things got serious... I would try to make, like, a little joke to kind of, like, lighten the mood. And I got complaints about that because you're like, not everything's supposed to be funny. I'm like, well, you know, but now you're making this funny because you're being a bitch. <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, it's just like, I, I don't want to take life seriously. Like, we're only here for a certain amount of time, guys. Like, I want to be silly. I want to laugh. And, yeah, like... I don't want to be serious all the time. I don't want to be serious, like, ever. So, I don't know. My girlfriend can take it right now. So, hopefully she can take it for a lot longer. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the last thing you did that was really out of your comfort zone? Comfort zone. Uh, don't think of me naked. That's hilarious, Angel. Um, the last thing I did... Uh, that step that really got me out of my comfort zone when I was with my ex-girlfriend previously, the very recent one. Um, 
it, it sucks thinking about her because I, I really do. I, I liked her a lot. I loved her a lot too. And like, she was, she was a great person and she was a constant churchgoer. Like she would go to church every day if she could. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like she, uh, but she would try to get that, get me into that thing. And I'm like, no, I could only do like once a week. <laughs> but, um, she one time, like, I think I talked about it on the podcast a long time ago, but she got me to go to a men's group where like you had breakfast and you t- talked about the Bible amongst dudes and that got me out of my comfort zone and I enjoyed it though. Like I didn't have a problem with it. Like I was scared at first. I was like, man, are these guys going to be accepting of me? These guys are probably going to be like, this guy's a phony. And yeah, I thought that for a bit, but it was like, once I was actually engaging with people, I was like, oh, this is actually really, really cool. Like I enjoy this. Of course I don't do it now because I'm not with her, but it was a lot of fun and you know, I enjoyed it. It was nice to talk to, to, to decent human beings, you know, I will say, um, but yeah, <laughs> What are you thinking about right now? Uh, is this a podcast question or something you want to talk to me on the phone about? Like, so what you thinking about? Um, what am I thinking about right now is my back pain. Like, I still have this thing going. I've had it going for like an hour and a half. And it is just digging deep into my back and I love it. And it feels great. So yeah, my back pain is getting the best of my thoughts right now, Angel. Holy shit, we got like 10 minutes left. Let's try to power through this. Um, when you get knocked down and discouraged, how do you react? Uh, it's like that um, shutting down thing. Like I do shut down a lot. Like when I get knocked down and discouraged, I shut down. I try to, I try not to be in my own head. But it's like when you're alone in an apartment all the time, almost all the time. Your head's your worst enemy, and that's me. Like, 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 I'm always discouraging myself. My head is always discouraging me. Like, I actually recently posted something on my Instagram story. Mark Norman said it, it was a brilliant line. It said something like, along the lines of, like, I wish I could be as confident as the voice in my head when it tells me I can't do anything. Like, yeah, that is so true. Like, I wish I was that confident. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, when I get discouraged or knocked down, it's just like I shut down. But I try to lift my spirits with metal, comedy, all that stuff. Um, name someone that you had a crush on that you later found out was a horrible person. Um, I don't know. I, I can't say any. I, I yeah. Either I had a crush on them and they fucking never gave me the time of day and they went on with their life or I had a crush on them, banged them, found out that they were a horrible person and then, you know, we parted ways. Um, okay. Oh, we're uh, reaching the end here. Your ex uh, motivated you to go to church. Uh, your ex that motivated you to go to church, do you still reach out to her son? The reason I ask is uh, because over a lot of the podcasts, you use, the, you use love a lot, and I believe love is a strong word. So you said you love your ex's son. So do you still reach out to him? 
You know, it was his birthday recently. His his birthday and my ex-wife are his, him and my ex-wife share the same birthday. So I remember that I was like uh when that when that day passed, I was thinking about reaching out to him cuz I do miss that kid a lot. Him and I like we like he he called he slipped up a couple times and called me dad when we were together and I was like, "Oh, like that was sweet. Like it really melted my heart. Like he was a he was an amazing kid. Loved him. I do I do still love him and I thought about reaching out to him, but I was like, "No, I feel like I'd open a door and either get a uh a text from her saying, "Don't talk to my son" or like it was it wasn't going to be a, like a dig on her or anything like that because I was just going to wish him a happy birthday, tell him I miss him and, you know, hope he's doing good and all that stuff, but I still feel like he would be like, he would run to his mom and be like, hey, Ernie messaged me on Xbox and like, ah, oh, man, yeah. So I don't want to open that door and just hope he's doing good. I hope she's doing good too, but it's just like, I really hope he's doing good. I miss that kid. I do love him and I wish the best for him and his family and yeah. All right. Last question. Does your ex still have a podcast? Do you listen to her podcast? I don't know. I like once we were done, we were done. I unfollowed her podcast. I unfollowed her, and I just got that recent news from Alicia last week, and or not last week on Easter, and yeah, like that's how I knew what was going on recently with her, and I was like, oh, well, congratulations to her, and I glad she's moved on, but um. No, like, it's just, like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I know I promoted it, and if she still does, great. I'm happy for her. Um, I I definitely don't listen to it. I don't want to, I don't want to hear her voice, <laughs> you know? It's kind of like, you know, because I did, I did love her a lot. I did, like, I, I did do a lot of things for her, but, you know, it wasn't enough for her, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, it's just, like, I'm always thinking about, like, uh, what if I fucking run into her? Like, would I, what, would I even say anything? Would I just walk the other way? Would I just give her, like, a deuces kind of thing? I don't know. But only time will tell. I, I, I almost plan because, oh, yeah, that, that was one thing I was going to talk about. Let's see, how much time do I have? I have five minutes. All right. Yeah, plan on running into her at the fair. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if she will be there on this day. But on September 1st, my girlfriend bought us tickets to go see TLC. Now, I was supposed to see TLC in the fifth grade when Left Eye was still there. And I was going to, like, they, they were supposed to be there with Boys to Men and Montel Jordan. I was like, man, that's going to be a fucking banger of a show. But then TLC canceled, so it was just Montel Jordan and Boys to Men. Still a phenomenal show. I mean, I loved Boys to Men back in that back in those days. They were incredible. And same with Montel Jordan. He tore it up. But I was excited to see TLC because I had a fucking boner for all three of those girls. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like my fifth grade wet dream is coming true though. And on September first of twenty twenty one. Uh, or 2021, 2022, um, I'm going to go see TLC with my girlfriend. She bought us tickets, got us great seats, and 
I'm wondering, will my ex be there? Because she went to, she's, she's for live music, and I know she probably would love to see TLC. I mean, who fucking wouldn't? It's TLC. They are pretty much the queens of our 90s R&B, and, you know, I'm wondering if they're still banging. Like, I don't, I think I saw Chili, like, uh, a couple of years ago, like, on a reality show or something that there was, that was being promoted, and she still looked okay. But, uh, yeah, so that's what's going to happen in the summer of 2022. Going to the Oregon State Fair to go see TLC, and hopefully, fingers crossed, I don't run into my ex-girlfriend there. Um, but, yeah, so that's what's going down. That's it for Angel's Podcast, Angel or Angel's Podcast. It's pretty much Angel's Podcast, it really is. You just hear my bullshit for like 20 to 30 minutes. And then I just go off on Angel stuff. But we are done with Angel's Corner. Angel Bonwillos, Bonwillos. Thank you, dude. Always appreciate your questions. You don't have to help me any more than you what you do. Like, And you don't even have to help me at all if you don't want to. I would totally understand. I feel like your brain probably goes wild towards... Uh, the end of the week when you're like, oh yeah, I have to get questions to Ernie. And then you just start firing off on all cylinders and, you know, stress me out on Sunday mornings. I'm just kidding, dude. You don't stress me out. All right. Well, that's the end of the show. That's the podcast. I hope you guys have a good week. I hope you guys have a good weekend. And I am going to try to nurse this back pain and get myself back into better shape because I have to worry about work now, and I'm not going to miss work, but (laughs) I'm going to get out of here, I'm going to just nurse this back, maybe go see the girlfriend soon, we'll see, but I'm going to get out of here, I'll talk to you guys next week, have a good week, God bless you guys, take care. Thank you for listening to the Still Waiting Podcast, please do not forget to go like, share, and subscribe to the show. And go review it. Let me know how I'm doing. It means nothing to you, but means everything in the world to me. Um, But thank you guys. Take care.